Electric Jellyfish Podcast presents Spoilers of the Multiverse. What is up, my friends? Thank you for joining us once again here on Spoilers of the Multiverse. This is Chad, and joining me, as always, chime on in, brother. How's it going, boys and girls? It's Derek. How are y'all today? True believers. It is so good to have you back on, man. Yes. Back to Marvel Land. Yes, yes. Yeah. We've been kind of... I mean, kind of uh, putting Marvel on the back burner because Marvel really hasn't been giving us all that much, except for the occasional news drop here and there. And you know, it's kind of hard to build an entire hour-long show around just a little tidbit in the news, in the news column on IGN or wherever the hell you get your geek news from. But we are back in full force because, boy, have I been looking forward to this. And and I don't think that any of us realized just how badly we needed this until we got it because yeah coming coming out the gate swinging is uh is uh disney plus and and marvel studios next streaming venture loki and i have been waiting and waiting and waiting because something told me I, i don't know what it was what what gnawing feeling in the back of my head told me that this this was going to be something you very very unique and the the fact that it is what it is and it doesn't feel like anything that they've done on Disney Plus so far it it has a very unique personality it has its own identity and we see a side of Loki that I don't think any of us anticipated and seen but I don't want to bury the lead uh Derek I know you're busting at the seams wanting to talk about this so I'm going to hand the ball to you <laughs> you you go Dude, ahead this- and run with it this show, I'm gonna I'm gonna be totally honest with you right out the gate. This show, in the 53 minutes that we got, I got more joy, and and I was in awe of the greatness of this show in 53 minutes than I got out of Fucky or Wandavision. I I can definitely agree Period. with you on Wandavision. Because it's like it 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 took them way too long to hit the ground running and catch their stride. It was like what episode four before before one division yeah. really started to go somewhere. Um, and dude, this was right out of the gate, and it was just it, it, you know, and the same thing with with Fucky and the same thing with one division. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff, a lot of build up episodes upon episodes of build up, and yeah, we're only getting like six episodes per show, whatever. This, the dynamic of the TVA alone, and just the magnitude of amazingness that is put into this spoiler, not a huge thing in the Marvel 616, mm-hmm. not in the normal comics continuity. There's not a lot about the TVA at all. And and folks, put a and, pin in that 616, because we're going to get back to that here in a little bit. Oh, big time. <laughs> but... Yeah, the whole oh my god, this show already and it's 
And yeah, look, we all knew Tom Hiddleston coming in. This was going to be amazing. That's why there's a there's a huge wet spot in the fandom for fucking Loki. There has been ever since he's graced the silver screen within the first five minutes. Everybody's like, oh, my God, I, I want to have his children. We get that. <laughs> but and I'm not saying that he's a footnote in this show because he is the name of the show. Right. But the the sheer just thought in 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 just beautiful adding this this new agency in the in the MCU that we knew nothing about and within 50 minutes you're just like this is some crazy fucking shit I mean, it's beautiful. If they do anything right consistently in Marvel, it's they can do world building better than just about any entity out there. I mean, it's it's kind of all they've ever done. Period. Yeah. yeah. Period. Yeah. There's there's I've no had question. this conversation with many. I've had this conversation with many fellow nerds ever since Loki came out, and and we've had it over the years when it comes to MCU talk. But I'm telling you, man, and I don't want to touch on blasphemous water and I don't want to tip, you know step my toe in it but dude Star Wars uh, Star Wars has got 30 plus 40 years of of, of history mm-hmm. but god damn it man the shit that Marvel has done it's 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 fucking mind blowing yeah oh you so I mean I'm a Star Wars freak I'm a, but on the I, podcast I, I will not debate exactly. that with you one minute not for one second can I debate you on that because yeah. they've been doing it longer and arguably they've been doing it better for longer than 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 and that's and, than they've and, ever done with Star Wars and like I said I don't I don't want to step on the Star Wars thing but put it in this perspective the Star Wars story has only been really circled around a handful of people where Marvel is like you said, the world building thing it's all over the fucking place. I mean, it is universe upon universe upon multiverse. Mm -hmm. It's everywhere. And it's, it's just, Oh my God. But like I said before, and I've always said it and I'll say it again, when you got 80, 80 plus years worth of source material, it's kind of hard not to. Yeah. So, and anyway, and the thing that is always guys, so, these are things that we've talked about on this show before, you know, the, the, the stuff that has always impressed me, like you like you alluded to with with Star Wars, you basically just had to pass muster through one guy and one guy was your yeah. primary writer for the bulk of it for the longest time. But with Marvel, with yeah. all these moving parts and granted, yes, you know, we we had your heavy hitters, but the the operative word there being plural hitters. And you had people that yeah. were that were in charge of chunks of this universe on their own, but it all had to somehow fit together and make sense. And that's the hard part. That's the true challenge to me. When when you talk about the comic book medium, is that you've got all these people working on all these different titles, and then sometimes multiple titles within the same freaking character. Um, but there's a continuity there until they start diverging off into all these different you know, uh, what ifs, you know, no pun intended and, um, uh, you know, alternate timelines and alternate, alternate versions of characters and stuff, which is slowly, but surely becoming more and more prevalent thing in the Marvel cinematic universe. Um, but it all, big time right now, but it all 
coalesces. It all gels. It all it doesn't stick out like a sore thumb, like this one character that just doesn't make any damn sense, and then they try to shoehorn it in there. There's no shoehorning here. Everything just fits. Mm-hmm. And, and I and given the constraints that they've had to operate under for so long with this character belonging to this studio and this character belonging to this studio. And now we're going to try to bring everything together under one unified banner. Thank freaking God, but it's working and it's working very well. (laughs) You know, and Feige and (laughs) I I think if your name begins with the letter F and you work for Disney, then you're, you you just automatically get elevated to genius status because you've got Filoni, Favreau and Feige. (laughs) It just seemed to be, they're hitting they're hitting on all cylinders they 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 can do no wrong they're yeah. just they're the anointed three pretty much and and the fact that Favreau has so, dabbled in both of them just staggers me exactly so loki holy shit <laughs> i mean we the, the the show starts off and, and this is this is one thing I'll I'll give to him. I've heard many many of other nerd people in in nerd podcasts and other other people in the nerdosphere speak about. Oh well, you know it was a good episode, but you know there was a lot of flashback stuff. And I'm like, but that's the point. Yeah, you kind of have to. That's have That's the point of this show. And it and it didn't feel it didn't feel pushed. It didn't feel like it was a, a hindrance on the story. I mean, it, it fit the story perfectly because we needed that. Well, and actually, and, in all actuality, he needed that more than we did as yeah. an audience because it was a no flashback shit. to us, but it was a flash forward. The bulk of it was a flash forward to him because it hadn't happened to him yet. Yeah, he didn't know anything about it. No, I mean, anything so. anything past Avengers 1, he's not aware of. And I had to keep reminding myself nope. of that. I'm like, yeah, holy shit to to him. None of this because he's like, "What are you talking about?" And I'm looking around like, "Yeah, what is he talking about?" He knows about this. I'm like, "Wait a minute!" I keep forgetting when he popped out of that timeline. I'm like, "He's right. He this yeah. hasn't happened yet." This is the wrong. It's the wrong one. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so we open up with New York, and we end up at the very end of a. Uh, we end up at the scene in Endgame where they're trying to. They're in the middle of their time heist. And they're trying to uh, to get their uh, their good old tesseract, and that's when we see what happens in Endgame. And Loki gets the tesseract, and he's like, "Peace out, boof, gone." So that's what we pick up at. We pick up with him shooting halfway across the world to Mongolia, you know, in some desert. And it was kind of it was it was a nice little nod. There was a lot of fucking nods in this show, dude. A lot of nods, like that nod right there, the nod where he lands in the middle of the desert, and there's stuff all around him from the chains and his mask and everything that he had on his face. It reminds you of Iron Man one when Tony flies out of the cave yep. and you know lands in the sand and he's got his shit all around him. So I thought that was that was really nice. Um. But yeah, that was it, man. The TVA shows that it's just there is there is no there is no time for breathing in this episode. No. They let they they hit you with every single bit of information you need to know, which is beautiful. There's none of this episode four. We finally figure out what's going on. No, we know within the first like twelve minutes of what's going on. 
So yeah, so we see the we see the TVA's uh, Minutemen show up, who are basically the the stormtroopers of the uh, the time variance authority. Yeah, that kind of that kind of so. that kind of dicks, especially that one chick. God, dog, she's a yeah, <laughs> she's a bitch. <laughs> yeah, she's yeah, she's a bitch. Although I did love whenever so, yeah, she, so they, I did love when she cold cocked him and then slowed him down. He goes, "Yep, you're moving at one sixteenth speed, but you're feeling all that pain in real time." <laughs> mm-hmm. As his face is just, blah, blah, blah. yeah, Loki's doing his best impression of a horse. It was, it was really nice. <laughs> so yeah, so they they pick up good old Loki and they take him to the TVA, and he's just like, you know, he's doing what Loki does, you know, the whole. I'm a god. How dare you mm-hmm. try to talk down to me and do these things to me? I'm a god. And it's just like that they are not having an ounce of it. No. They're just like whatever, dude. Yeah. Take your you're, take your board you're, you're burden of us. take your burden of glorious purpose and shove it up your ass sideways. We don't care. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they don't care. They don't care. Oh man. So yeah, so they bring him into the TVA. Uh we see a uh there's a scroll. There's a scroll at the front desk. Which so, I, which I totally missed. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. That's just a, that's a tiny little Easter egg reminder for you guys to think, oh shit, scrolls. There mm-hmm. you go. Oh yeah, yeah. They're they're gonna be they're gonna Sharon be, Carter. They're gonna just be, saying they're gonna. <laughs> yeah, they're they're gonna be a heavier player. Oh, so yeah, so he goes to the whole uh, the. Uh, getting what would you call it processed <laughs> into their little system where he's he goes and he he's like uh that that really awesome looking robot which you know what i will hand it to my son because he mentioned this and it didn't even hit me until he said it and he goes so he goes you know who that that robot in the elevator reminded me of and i was like who's that and he goes herbie from the fantastic four Oh shit! They're little floating robots. Oh my god! I was like, god. holy shit! It did look like Herbie. Oh my god! I was like, that's awesome. That went right. That's, yeah, that's my boy. That's your boy. All right. Yeah, I was like, I was like, holy shit! Yeah, it did kind of look like Herbie. It had that Herbie face on it. Um, yeah, he's all he's all tinkering with his his outfit. He's like, this is fine as Guardian leather, <laughs> and then it's How just dare you, and then it's just gone. <laughs> It's just dissolved. Just vaporized it. Like that mouthy prick in the oh, lobby. Yeah. He doesn't need <laughs> He doesn't need to shave from this point going forward. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, so he goes through there and then and then we see the scene that was in the trailer where he's like, you know, sign this. Sign make sure you sign this to say that this is everything that you've ever said in your life and he's just like This is absurd. What? Yeah. So, sign this too. Sign that too. Yeah. <laughs> So he gets dropped down, and then, and, and then we see the 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 little uh, the attendant at that that little uh, that little walkthrough. And he's all like, "Please, please, please, verif- please, please let verify us know you that have a, a soul." <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "What if I was a robot?" It is like, do a lot of people not know that they're robots? They're Loki. <laughs> all of the the really cavalier so explanation that, was, that he gave. Oh, you would just melt down from the inside out. Please walk through. <laughs> It's like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> what if you're wrong? Yeah, he he may he may or may not be a robot. Like he 
he might see a car in like three of the pictures and then not see like the bumper of a car in one of the fourth pictures and then might not be able to send the email or go ahead and go forward on the website because he might be a robot. So that's what happened. To <laughs> he, he can't, he can't click the check mark on the captcha. Yeah. The captcha, he might've got captured and melted from inside out. If he was really a robot. <laughs> But again, very, very DMV ish in this, in this, uh, in this office, you know, you're just, you're just a a name on a chalkboard. It was totally like if you're, yes, if you are ever in the, um, prison system or county jail system, this is exactly how it would be. Mm -hmm. This is exactly, it's like, please move forward, put on your slippers. Please move forward. Yes, the robot's going to melt your clothes. Please move forward. That's exactly how it is. <laughs> Not that can. I know from experience or anything. No, no, not you. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> but I'm just saying, Loki, I feel your fucking pain. So anyway, moving along. So then he goes into this room where it's the police take a number, and there's this just fucking douchebag. He's you could tell he's like from the eighties or some shit. He's like, Don't you know who my dad is? Goldman Sachs, blah 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 blah. I'm not taking your stinking number, all that bullshit. What is this, a deli? Okay. So Loki's like, fuck it, I'll take the number because I don't know what the fuck's going on here. This is absurd. You know, whatever. And so he, he sees this guy talking his shit and then he gets, you know, disintegrated. He gets de-res. And I mean disintegrated. <laughs> so so in this whole moment we get and I will say this the probably my favorite moment of this whole fucking episode was we have the amazing beautiful and talented Ms. Tara Strong greatness graced us with her vocal amazingness to the voice of Miss Minutes and we get the most amazing, delightful little uh, PSA video that looks like it was done back in like the 1960s about the TVA. And this is what was beautiful about this whole fucking – the whole scenario. This lets us know everything we need to know mm-hmm. with a pretty little bow on it. And the artwork was amazing. It was it was straight out of some nineteen sixties Disney esque like propaganda shit. It reminded it me of the whole "Let's beautiful. all go to the lobby" cartoon and shit. Yes, when you were being it was in- so good. It was so fu- <laughs> it was it was a it was it was like a DMV PSA. You know, beware of the bombs of the Cold War. Mm-hmm. That kind of bullshit. It was it was greatness. It was very duck and cover ish. Yeah, we get to see um, we get to see everything explained like. Okay, you know, the second you either miss work or try to have an uprising or whatever, and you branch off from the timeline, uh, you become a variant, and you need to be pruned, and that timeline needs to be destroyed. And that's where we start talking about these, uh, what are they called, the the time, the the as Loki likes to call them the 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 time lizards the time lizards the uh, <laughs> the yeah because you look at them in the video and they're all different colored and they all have this weird looking shit on them uh, I'm gonna go ahead and throw something out there right now spoiler alert theory theory number one for my ass is that uh, there's three of them and one of them's blue 
and I think that might be Kang. Kang the Conqueror, boys and girls. I am inclined to agree. We are going to be. um, We are going to be uh, introduced to Kang the Conqueror. Maybe introduced to Kang the Conqueror in this fucking show, but introduced to Kang the Conqueror, uh, full fledged in Ant Man and Wasp: Quantum Mania. So we have that to look forward to. And apparently, from what I hear from the from the kids around the the comic world, uh, the judge who speaks to Loki here in a few minutes after he watches this delightful video, uh, is apparently Kang's love interest that he tries to go back and fix time because he's in love with her and she dies or some stuff. So who knows? We'll see what happens. MC. Yeah. MCU always changes shit because it's not the six, one, six timeline, but we'll get to that. Well, we're, we're getting there anyway. <laughs> you want to you want to see me nerd the fuck out? You're about to hear me go fucking like David Koresh on y'all's ass. Yeah, y'all better hear. It's about to get fucking nuts. Yeah, y'all get ready. Roll them if you Oof. got them. So yeah, the the love the artwork in the video and the little little cartoon was beautiful, and then boom, straight to the the title card, and I was like, holy shit! Oh, what? I love the music. <laughs> I, the yeah. music is beautiful. I, I love what preceded that title card. After that dude got zapped, boy, Loki went through his pockets to pull that ticket out so fast. <laughs> I've I'd never so seen fast. I'd never seen Vol- Loki look more nervous since he saw the Hulk in Ragnarok. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen him so full of fear <laughs> until he saw the Hulk in that arena yeah. where he was like, "Oh shit!" Yeah, that's yeah. that is the biggest oh shit oh, moment so he's good. had since then. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they talk about the timekeepers in the sacred timeline. The sacred timeline is apparently what the timekeepers are trying to uh, keep because there was a. You ready for this, kids? A multiversal war mm. that happened eons ago. And if this time variants don't stop and they don't prune these timelines, the time the timeline will go into madness. So if we're going to use our context clues here, like we're on fucking Schoolhouse Rock and shit, um, <laughs> multiverse madness you see where the fuck this is going. Yeah. Wink, yeah, wink. Yeah. So. Do, you, do you really need uh, yeah. the mystery the mystery van and Scooby and Shaggy to figure this out? Yeah, no shit. Zoinks! Yeah, you don't need any of that. <laughs> because not only that, but they even sprinkle another little tiny oh shit statement when she says, whenever you branch off from your timeline, it causes a nexus event. Uh, ding, hey guys, ding, ding, ding. WandaVision? <laughs> WandaVision, that commercial that happened where she was taking that Nexus medication because it was to keep you in your own timeline or to make your own reality the way you want to make it. It's all fucking connected, boys mm-hmm. and girls. Like I said, world building. So. Yes. So anyway, so yeah, the title card plays. The music is beautiful. It's It's got this really nice, like sci-fi yeah. kind of sound to it but it's like X-Files mixed with some like synth music yeah that, that that theremin kind of beautiful. kind of vibe to it so yeah it's it, mm-hmm. it comes mm-hmm. off as very retro creepy in the best possible way yes so good so boom we meet Mobius Agent Mobius uh, played by the one and only uh, Owen Wilson wow 
which I'm going to go ahead and say it, guys. Wow. I was totally fucking impressed. Because, dude, this is Owen Wilson, okay? And I love Owen Wilson more than the next guy. But Owen Wilson's always been a hokey-ass, comedic dumbass in his fucking movies. And fucking crucify me if you want. But I am getting the most beautiful Colson vibes off of Owen Wilson in this fucking show. Yes. Like I I never yes. expected Owen Wilson to steal every scene he's in, especially this late in his career, I guess you could say. But he does. Like yeah. if you can and if you can go toe to toe to Tom Hiddleston. Yes, exactly. If you can go toe to toe with Hiddleston and not only hold your ground, but kind of put him in his place. Uh that, that oh, he definitely put him in his place. That's not an easy task. His oh, so we see him in this this uh this church in France, <laughs> and we're about to oh my god, and there's a variant going around killing these TVA people, and they're stealing their uh, their time charges, which is these little time time charges are what they use to destroy the timeline. Um. And apparently this is the sixth one that's happened in the past like few weeks. So it's starting to become a pretty standard thing that's going on. So mm-hmm. we'll get to there. Well, did you read? So we see this kid that well, shows up. Did you read about who they who they really based him on in real life? Who they based Mobius on mm-hmm. in real life? His physical mm-hmm. appearance? Oh, the writer that created him? The Well, he's he's based on Mark or, Gruenwald. Uh, he's a, a very well-respected yeah. artist, uh, writer, editor. That he was more or less the time, you know the historian for Marvel. Like if you were ever trying to figure out, you know, what issue Luke Cage caught Mister Fish without having to look it up, he was the guy that wrote the official Marvel Handbook of the Universe. So yeah, he's which is which is beautiful. Yeah, so. it's, it's there's there's a lot of really cool real life parallels to the to the portrayal of his character in the show. But go ahead, I just I, I had to throw that in there because I thought that was a really cool meta piece. No, of, it was of, it was cool info. shit because I didn't find out about that till later on. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, so yeah, so you see Mobius talking to this uh, this this kid that's in the church that apparently witnessed everything that happened. Now I'm also inclined that we find out later on because i mean we're going to spoil it anyway but there's a variant loki going around doing all this shit that we that we that we think we know that's what mobius thinks is going on we don't know for sure right but um guys loki can change his form he can turn into anybody and everybody and their fucking mom right now is on this whole like kick where it's like oh it says that loki's his gender is fluid no shit. Because <laughs> he can, he's a shape changer. He's a shape he can change yeah. anybody. Of course, his fucking gender is goddamn fluid, you god fucking people. <laughs> anyway, so there's been a kid Loki. There's been a lady Loki. Loki's been old. Loki's been young. It's, we get it. Calm your fucking tits. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Not sorry. Um, so, anyway, so we see this kid. That could that could easily be Loki as a child, whatever. Uh, he's got a blue tongue, and he and he looks up. Or before we see his his blue mouth, he Mobius is like, "So who did this?" And there's there's this conspicuous stained glass window 
-hmm. in this church. And sitting on this throne is a devil. And this devil looks – I mean, fuck you if you disagree with me. This devil looks identical to the to fucking Mephisto in the goddamn comics. Okay, and the writers and directors and everybody in this show have been like, Mephisto's not going to be in this fucking movie. I made a fucking comment about this shit the other day on Facebook. Really? Mephisto's not in this fucking movie? Because that shit right there is fucking Mephisto. <laughs> That's Mephisto. It's like, the harder we try to look I mean, for looks, Mephisto, I, he, the, the more they want to deny that, it, that, uh, that he's going to materialize in front of us in any shape form or fashion on disney plus yeah it's like it's like oh wandavision there was a there was this like mephisto looking character in the wallpaper and one of the pictures yeah that was just like a, a an optical illusion maybe but this was a physical fucking picture in a fucking stained glass window of fucking mephisto shut the fuck up now i mean they could be easily be saying that that it's really low-key because he's got the horns and all this bullshit, but I'm like sitting here going, guys, he's red, he's got the hair, he's got the fucking horns, that's fucking Mephisto. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> anyway, so that happened. This kid's got this gum that this devil Kablooey. apparently gave to him. Kablooey. <laughs> Kablooey. Hmm. <laughs> Foreshadowing like a motherfucker. <laughs> because I got theories going into that shit. But anyway, so, yeah. So they're going to fix the timeline. They're going to destroy it, set everything right, as they do, because they're the TVA. And one of the agents comes through one of their little time doors and lets Mobius know, hey, we got Loki. So anyway, Loki's on trial. Loki's on trial. Do you, do you plead guilty? And he gives his, you know, fucking Loki bullshit. Where he's like, do I, am I guilty of being the gold of mischief? Yes, blah, 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 all that bullshit, whatever. So they're gonna they're gonna fucking disintegrate his ass. They're gonna reset him, is what they like to call it. And then Mobius goes, uh, I "Think Loki pops off saying, you know, you don't know what I'm capable of." And then Mobius steps in. And he's like, "Well, hey, I, I think I know what he's what he's capable of." Wow, you know. <laughs> so and and then he, if- he steps up. Judge 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 Ravona Renslayer is like, are you sure about this? If anything happens, it's on your ass. Yeah. And he's like, well, okay, I got it. Wow, you know, it's Loki. <laughs> I got it. And it's like, all right, all right, Owen, you 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 be able to be the one that wrangles the fucking god of mischief. Because that's, so, that's worked out so well for so many we people. See them before. walking. Yeah, no shit. So we see. Loki and Mobius walking together and he he does say some very interesting things, which it kind of leads me to believe that and this is just, you know, theory report. I believe that the TVA, yeah, it's a bunch of office working agents and people that have been doing this shit for eons. That they're all oblivious. They're just doing what they're told. That they're inherently good because they're doing what they're fucking told. But don't get me thinking that these TV, the, these fucking timekeepers aren't bad guys. I mean, because it stinks to high heaven that they are. Yeah. They could honestly be pruning these multiverse and these timelines and shit just to fit their agenda. 
That's what I think is happening. Yeah, they're not doing it for the That's good of anybody but theories. themselves. Yeah. Yeah, just to make sure that their timeline succeeds and keeps going the way it goes. So, yeah, there's, th- that's just it. But he does say a little tiny thing where he's kind of you kind of get this feeling from Owen Wilson that he's kind of just he 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 doesn't like his job, but he does it. He does it well. And you know, it's like when Loki said, "I'm going to burn this place down." And he's like, "Well, you can start with my office," <laughs> you know. And then uh, then he says something about this is a nightmare like that, and he goes, "No," he goes, "But I but we this isn't that department, but uh, but you can you can start there or whatever." So now we know that there's a nightmare department. Which Nightmare is also a villain, mystic villain in the fucking MCU, which has also had his name thrown in the hat many a times when it comes to Doctor Strange and WandaVision and shit, blah, 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 blah. So it might just be a play on words. Who fucking knows? But yeah. But we find out that magic doesn't work in the TVA. As a matter of fact, and we touched on this the other day when you were talking about it, uh, Owen Wilson says a very, I don't know. It's a very uh, well-used term where he says time moves differently in the TVA. Yeah. You know where else time moves differently that has been said in the MCU? The fucking quantum realm. Yep. Several times. By the Wasp, by Janet Van Dyne, by Scott Lang. I'm putting it out there right now. Theory, Theory right here. The TVA is located inside the fucking quantum realm. There you go. So if it happens, you're welcome. If it doesn't like most of my theories that I come up with, that I just pull out my ass and they're totally just slaps me in the face with it. It's just like, yeah, fuck you. And I'm like, all right, whatever. So yeah, could be. So, um, dude, the set pieces in this fucking show. Oh my God, man. They're fucking beautiful. Yeah. The, They're like works of art. It's like all that all that uh Ugh. special effects budget that apparently they saved on uh <laughs> on WandaVision and uh and Falcon and the Winter Soldier, they emptied their gun. They 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 over over withdrew their bank account on this episode alone. Just that that one Dude, shot out the, the window. Yes, the 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 it looks like Oz. Mm-hmm. It looks like the the land of Oz. It looks like the city of the city of the Emerald City. It's fucking it's beautiful shit. But I'm talking about like the the set piece inside the the waiting area where he's in line, where you got those amazing lighting fixtures and stuff on the wall or up on the ceiling, and then in the in the courtroom you've got those tapestries coming down. Where you have like one character in the tapestries that looks like fucking uh, Stan Lee. Wink, wink. Mm-hmm. But yeah, every single set piece they have, even even the most mundane shit, like in the office, everything in there, and then their their uh, their time theater, where they sit there and they talk to them about what's going on. They show the shit on the fucking you know their little their little projector screen. Every set piece in this this place and in this show, I mean, give give whoever made the set designs and designed this stuff a fucking Emmy, man. Yeah. It's beautiful. Yeah, hats off. It's beautiful stuff. So good. Um. Yeah. So Mobius takes them to this this uh, this time theater, and they sit there and they they start talking. And, and dude, 
Mobius just fucking hands him his ass psychologically. I mean, big time. And yeah. I'm, oh, he was so good, man. It was so fucking good. And he made it look easy. He made it look really easy because, oh, because normally he'll just, you know, Loki will just get pissed off and belligerent and just clam up and just go on his superiority kick again because, you know, he's entitled to his to his his throne and his realm and so you want to be the god of space you know (laughs) just Mm -hmm. the way that every time he would try to throw something at uh uh at mobius he would just take him down a notch you know it's like no really what what are you what do you want what why do you do what you do why are you the way that you are and he's like i love the whole yeah No, I'm right there with you. That dude, he just every time he he knocked him down a notch. It was like that whole, um, yeah, big metaphor guy. <laughs> yeah, I like that. It makes you sound really smart. He's Put that like, on a t-shirt. Well, really smart. And he goes, yeah. He's like, yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> he's, just, he, he's not playing it, dude. No. And Loki's just like he's second guessing himself every five seconds with this guy. He's like, he's good. He's really fucking good. <laughs> I mean, Mobius did everything but, yeah. but just say, yeah, go ahead, Loki. Keep telling yourself that shit. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Uh, yeah, we see – we basically see his greatest hits. We find out that Loki was D.B. Cooper who stole the money and disappeared. Because he lost a bet so, with folks. kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, no shit. What kind of righteous bet do you make? What was – what would he have – I want to know what he had won if he had won the bet with folks. Well, Thor would have had to have done that. Here's my question too about that. Well, here's my question too about that, which is really stupid. But why does he need all that money? He doesn't. (laughs) He doesn't. And why does he need an Asgard? It's like, what are you going to buy with that in Asgard? Because it's people money. It's It's Midgard money. Why the hell would Thor make that bet? I just don't get it. I'm like, sure, Mm -hmm. sure, sure. That's why you did it. I just, I don't buy it. I don't, it's just something about that don't wash. I know that Thor wasn't always the, the, the the lovable guy that he, I guess, you know, you remember he was kind of a tool in the first Thor. Uh, But I, I just, I don't see, I don't see the, uh, how the outcome is good for either one of them win or lose on a bet like that. It just doesn't wash. So I don't know. I think we'll get either. That was just like a one-off goofy joke that I'm sure went over a lot of people's heads because given the youth of today's audience, most of them probably don't know what the, who the hell DB Cooper was. They never saw the damn movie. They weren't around Mm -hmm. whenever, whenever the actual Mm -hmm. heist went down. So I'm sure that kind of, that was a joke that probably went over a lot of people's heads. Uh, but I'm, I'm. Hopefully, yeah. it will make a little bit more sense later on. Yeah. So yeah, the t- he gets interrupted by the 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 uh, the bitchy uh, Minuteman chick who's an asshole. And um, Let me look up her character's name. Loki gets a time twister. Yeah, and I think she's Agent or she's Minuteman B fifteen. B fifteen Hunter B fifteen. Yeah, Hunter B fifteen. Yeah, Hunter B-15. And uh, so she's like, you know, telling him that another unit has been taken down by this variant Loki. And goes back in there and Loki's gone. Loki's time twisting around the TVA trying to get the hell out of there. Uh, He stumbles upon one of the workers that they gave the Tesseract to when he got 
you know, put into the system. Casey, right? And good old Casey. Casey, yeah. yeah okay, yeah. Yeah. Fun, funny shit. Casey opens up the drawer, and there's the Tesseract, and Loki gets it. And then what else is in this fucking drawer? But a multitude of Infinity Stones. And I'm talking about multiple ones. And Loki's jaw is just like on the fucking ground, like, holy fucking shit. Do you know what these are? Why are these here? And then Casey drops the biggest bomb on everybody that ever has watched any MCU show. Because, guys, we we just came out of um, 12 years and many high-named characters dying because of these Infinity Stones. And we find out through the TVA and in the TVA that Infinity Stones are fucking paperweights. Yeah. They don't mean shit. Once you travel to They're a, nothing. Once you've once apparently once you've exited their home reality, they stop working at the border of that of that reality that they were grounded in. So yeah. They're just they're right. just they're just trinkets at this point. They're just pretty little things that you can just yeah. kind of put on your mantelpiece. Yeah, and then you see Loki just like, is this ultimate power? And well yeah, it's time. You can't fuck with time. Time time rules all. Mm-hmm. So, even though one of the stones represents moment. time, uh, Lo- yeah, no joke, just not here. And that is the one that Loki picked up, and it was just it was kind of weird. Um, so anyway, so Loki has his moment of clarity and goes back into the the time theater room and starts watching the stuff that he wasn't shown. And this is when you get the emotional gut punch of Loki finding out everything that happened. That didn't happen to him, but it happened to his alternate self, where you see he already saw Frida die, his mother, and then he sees Odin die, then he sees him and him and Thor becoming closer and 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 everything's great with them, and then ultimately you see Thanos fucking, you know, snap his neck. And Loki's just like, Holy shit. And then he realizes again, another moment of clarity where he's like, I can't go back to my own timeline. Because I'm dead. Yeah. So what do you so what do you need me for? And that's when Owen drops the big bomb on him where he's like, Hey, yeah, uh, well, there's a variant out there and we're trying to stop him and uh, he's you. So ooh, big reveal. You know, that's who we're looking for, the the variant Loki. There's another variant of a variant. Apparently variants are gonna be all over the fucking place of of everybody, so get ready for that. Get ready for that fucking headache. So, and that's where it is. And then we end up in Oklahoma back in like the 1859, I think it was, or back in the 1800s. 1858. And, uh, and Salina, Salina, Oklahoma. And then you get the, yeah. And then you see the, uh, the time, the time variant guys show up to, to prune that timeline. And they, they see this like sword. And that sword is from the 3000th. The third millennium, oh, yeah, I think, is that what they called that. it. Yeah, they call it the third. Third millennium. millennium. Yeah. Apparently, in in the time variance authority, in the, uh, maybe it's just in this office, uh, they deal with time before Christ all the way to 2099. Which, if you're a comic nerd, you know exactly what uh, significance 2099 has because oh, it's yeah. Spider Man 2099 and Punisher 2099. Ghost Rider, all that shit that came out like in the you know the mid to late eight, the mid to late nineties. Um, 
Kang the Conqueror comes from the the three thousandth millennium. From the third millennium. So, so there you go. You've got that. So there's another little bump, bump, bump moment. It, and it looks like it came right uh, out of Jack Kirby's head. It is. It is. It is Jack Kirby's art, and it's beautiful. Yes, it is. Like I've said before numerous times on here, I'm an artist, and Jack Kirby has always been a fucking god to me. You, you know, like some people view Stan as being god. I think Stan is god, but Jack is also another fucking god in the pantheon. When of when, when I first comic greatness, when I first saw the thing, all I could think of was that it looks like a weapon from the Xenoblade Chronicles that 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 video game franchise that I know there is is so popular. It looks like a sword from that. And then when I did a little research, I'm like, oh, so that's yeah. what that thing is. Okay. Yeah. It definitely it definitely has a uh a Kirby a Kirby esque like Eternals new gods kind of look to it. I know it's DC, but you know, whatever. And but also with a little flair kind of a uh, you know, some Tron legacy kind of look to it. Uh-huh. So, you know, there's that. So very nice. Very fucking nice. And a hooded figure, who I'm guessing is the variant Loki. We don't fucking know. We don't fucking know. Uh, drops drops a, a kerosene uh, lamp on this field filled with oil, burns them all up, kills them all, gets their little their little time destroyer. So this guy's collecting these things like Pokemon. So he's he's got something in plan for this shit. So so that was basically the episode. Now. We get to the uh, the what if the breakdown, the speculation, the sh- the yes. Here we go down the rabbit hole. The the huge speculation. The grab some popcorn, grab you a stiff drink, because I'm about to show you why I'm fucking single, ladies. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> now what now, if? Now, folks, bear in mind, I got this conversation from him whenever you were dead asleep, and it literally woke your ass up. You 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 were out in a dead sleep, if I'm not mistaken, and you called me. Yes, freaking yeah. out because like you had like, like a moment of clarity. Epiphany. Yeah, <laughs> this guy's like, holy shit, dude! It's like, it's like Stan Lee reached down from the heavens and touched my forehead and was like, "True believer, <laughs> this is what's happening." And I was like, "Holy shit, Stan! Let's this assimilate. is exactly what's happening." Let's assimilate. He mind melded with so, you. So. What if the MCU is not the sacred timeline and Marvel's 616, for all those kids that don't know, the 616 is the comic timeline continuity of the Marvel universe in the comics. So what if the 616 is the sacred one and this Loki isn't Tom Hiddleston, the the variant – Loki, but the 616 version that's older, the Loki original, the original one from back in the back in the actual comics. I mean, that one's he's older, he's an asshole. He he doesn't have like the charm and in, in the beauty and all this kind of shit. And I'm talking about the old school journey into mystery fucking asshole Loki. The Loki that was on the cover of Avengers number one, taking down the fucking Avengers. I mean, think about it. If the sacred timeline would be, it w- it would be. If there is a sacred timeline, it would be the six one six timeline. Mm-hmm. Yes, because the MCU is technically a part of the Marvel multiverse. 
It's just another fucking multiverse of the Marvel six one six. This is this has been told. Um. Yeah, man. I, I, I don't. I've thought about it after my little moment with Stan coming to me in my dreams and telling me this. But I, I don't know if it's going to be true. But holy shit, if it is, that is that's beautiful because there's been a leak, boys and girls, a spoiler, if you will, that there is a character in Multiverse of Madness, and it is six one six New Yorker. That's the guy's character name. So that tells me that there is a 616 character and that the 616 is going to come into play in these fucking MCU movies. So hopefully it fucking happens. That'd well, be fucking beautiful. According to what I'm reading here, somebody picked up on something. They said that if the MCU is Earth 199999, then why at the end of Loki's life reel does it say ETH-616? I don't fucking know. Hmm. The same, the same reason I scratch my head and say I don't fucking know because, uh, you know, good old Mysterio, in his made up quote unquote made up timeline story that he told Nick Fury and Peter Parker was that he was from the multiverse universe of six one six. So, but that was also them saying that and then the guy was like hey thanks for making up that story his little guy's a part of the mysterio crew but <clears throat> coincidence i think not well and what i'm curious anyway, about so, what i'm curious about is like because i remember when we first saw the trailer for this thing when we when they dropped the first trailer for loki and they showed the cat and i'm like i wonder if that cat's a flirkin but given the fact yeah. that casey doesn't know what a fish is but there's a cat there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that doesn't make any fucking sense. Then maybe that is a flurkin. Yeah. I'm right there with you. So this, this is my, my, uh, my rant. I think I broke the code on this right in this phase. Uh, think about it. This phase is all about the multiverse, alternate versions, variants of different characters. They thought we wouldn't notice, but we have. They baby-stepped us with WandaVision first. We have an alternate version of Wanda Maximoff, who is now Scarlet Witch. Two alternate versions of Vision. So now we got the white one floating around here somewhere. Right. Um, we, uh, we have an alternate version of Captain America, which is Sam Wilson. Loki is now blowing the doors off, and it's getting ball the ball rolling with variants in this alternate version of Loki, and seemingly an alternate version of another Loki – Maybe back to what I was saying earlier with the original Loki from the 616, the sacred timeline. Black Widow coming out. We got a variant of her, Black Widow, with the Florence Pogue character. But there's also that theory that we have been kicking around for a few months now that now that Scarlett Johansson has signed on to that big deal, she could be Taskmaster, which is a clone, probably a variant of fucking... Natasha Romanoff mm -hmm. and if Captain America goes back and saves her from Volmir that's another variant of fucking Black Widow so there's another variant to put in this fucking phase um, Spider-Man Far From Home we're getting the alternate versions from other multiverses of Spider-Man villains yes, this is true I mean and this has already been this has already been fucking confirmed Defoe 
we we got fucking Green Goblin, Doc Ock, we got Electro, we got all these motherfuckers. They're from multiverse, different fucking universes, variants. Period. They're starting. It's starting to become a a, a very very noticeable contingency here. Um, Love and Thunder with Thor. Jane Foster's coming back as the mighty uh, Thor, uh, just yeah. like she is, just like she was in the comics a few years ago. Uh-huh. That's another fucking variant. Uh, the Marvels. I mean, you've got Ms. Marvel showing up, and you got Monica Rambo, who is another variant of Ms. Marvel or uh-huh. Captain Marvel, who was in WandaVision. I mean, it's it's telling everything. Hawkeye? Shit, the Hawkeye show is all about Hawkeye training another chick to be Hawkeye. Yeah. A variant of fucking Hawkeye. A variation, if you will. And at one point in Endgame, so, we had we had know, two She-Hulk. Gamoras and two Nebulas running around, so there's that. Exactly. She-Hulk is self-explanatory. It's fucking She-Hulk. And apparently, I just heard something the other day that uh, there's a rumor going out that's pretty prominent that Scar, who is the son of Hulk, is also going to be in the She-Hulk show. So, there you go. You got that too. Merry fucking Christmas. Good night. Yeah. So, I mean, it's you've got Black Panther coming out. It's going to either be Killmonger from a, from an alter, alternate dimension, or it's going to be Shiri. So that's an, another alternate version of fucking Black Panther. Which is a win either way. So that is the new phase now. The phase now is basically we've got the stories of the original Avengers and the Infinity Saga out of the way. And they're trying to usher in a whole new realm of new heroes and variations of them. And now you got this Loki thing kicking off where they're basically handing it to you on a platter telling you this, all this shit is about variants in different timelines and multiverses. So now we know where the, we know where the shit's heading. And then you have the mother of all connections. One Wade Wilson, Deadpool. <laughs> who is totally fucking aware that there is a 616 and the comics because he's already mentioned this shit in Deadpool 2 Yep. when he came into contact with the Juggernaut and he said, Juggernaut, I'm, I'm, I'm a huge fan. I loved you in Fantastic Four number whatever and then X-Men number three, blah, 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 whatever the fuck it was. He drops it right then and there. We already know he knows he's in a fucking movie, but we also know that he knows about the fucking comic books. And he knows about the 616. So Deadpool is the connecting factor to the multiverse theory. He knows there is comics. He knows there is, they're in the movies. The shit is fucking Shakespeare, man. <laughs> it's Mark Twain fucking shit. I'm telling you. And if I could make one more fucking theory, because everybody's asking and trying to figure out what the fuck is going to happen with this and how they're going to bring him in here. If you really want to drop the fucking 616 bomb on everybody and try to make it an actual thing in these fucking movies, Fantastic Four, let's make those guys from the 616 universe. That explains why the fuck they haven't been in the MCU yet. And that's just going to be there you the, go. That's going to be the great equalizer to everything. I think so. I think it would be a great narrative 
to have Reed Richards, the smartest man in the fucking world, now that Tony's gone, telling them, y'all did it this way? Hold on. So, yeah, we had an Infinity War on our fucking Earth, too, and this is how we fixed it. Oh, he wanted to do that? Oh, well, we just did it this way. I'm telling you, man, it'd be fucking great. Because they would be the... Like I said, they would be the actual comic book narrative of what the fuck's going on. Now, keep in mind, this is just a theory. I don't know if they would go that far as to bring in the actual comic books, the 616, as the real prime sacred timeline. I wish they would. It'd be fucking it would be it would be a, a chef's kiss to all of us fucking like hardcore comic nerds. But it's kind of hard to fucking, you know, go forward with that with the MCU with everything that's already been put into play. Well, I mean, it, it, it would, it would give them, basically it would give them a blank check. It would give them carte blanche to basically undo anything and everything that they have done. That if maybe the fan demand to bring Tony back is so overwhelming, which let's face it, it's probably pretty huge. Um, that would be their, they're out. That would be that would I mean, be their, hey, their back door I think into we it. Talk, we we talked about this too, me and you, mm-hmm. and they've already talked about in the multiverse how they're going to have Hugh Jackman show up probably as Old Man Logan from from the Logan movie. Um, Deadpool's going to show up in it, and all that whatnot, and all these different multiverse characters. Um, hey, if you want to do a quick and easy way to to bring in a mutants in the x-men just bring them in from the 616 yeah that explains everything yeah be like holy shit yeah they weren't in the mcu but they are now because they came from the 616 and if what they're talking about in this loki show that there was a multiversal war that that converged all those timelines into one making it the sacred timeline then multiverse of madness is right around the corner and if that means that we're going to have another multiversal war or all these other variant or variant different characters that we're getting are, are, are coming, coming to a head, then bring on the fucking secret wars. Because that's exactly what happened. Yeah, what's what's the time frame on that between between Multiverse of Madness and Secret Wars? Like, when is that supposed to drop? We don't have Secret Wars. They have never mentioned Secret oh, Wars. Oh, not Secret Wars, but... Uh, uh, You're thinking... Yeah, you're thinking of a uh, secret invasion. Secret invasion, yeah, yeah, yeah. And and you know what? And secret invasion is just a footnote in this whole fucking thing, man. Yeah. Because, like I said, if you've got all these movies going, and you look at the Infinity Saga that took ten years to fucking do, they can do this multiverse shit, and they mm-hmm. can do all this crap. I really kind of wish they just get it out of the fucking way and be done with it, so we can, you know, have an actual sacred timeline with the X Men and everybody together, and have an X Men versus Avengers, and you know, all that bullshit. But, do, but do, do you think that runs the risk? Where though? We're all battling out. Do, do you think that runs a risk of alienating your fan base, though? I, I think anything they do is going to risk alienating everybody. Mm-hmm. But again, make my Marvel, and I have total faith in Kevin Foggy. Yeah. Uh, and what I what I was saying, yeah, they haven't mentioned that they were going to do a Secret Wars movie, but. This has been said, I think, probably like a year or two ago. The Russos have already fucking come up and said, if there is any story that they want to fucking do or any movie that they would fucking come back for they want to do is fucking Secret War. Oh, God. 
So, so have these movies play out. Give us another 10 years of amazing and beautiful poetry on the fucking silver screen. And then have the Russos come back and give us a Secret Wars movie that puts all the timelines together and everything is the way it is. So there that, you go. That way, everybody that's been bitching that this that that this version of Venom that they've got out in in theaters doesn't jibe with their idea of what Venom needs to be. There, there's your there's your out. It 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 fucking fixes everything. Yeah, it really so, does. Like I said, you you give us ten years, give us ten years to do some some you know MCU ten year shit. Give us another 10 years of Infinity Saga type shit and make it, instead of it being in-game, make it Secret Wars mm-hmm. where everybody's battling it out, everybody comes together. And and there was a Secret Wars 2 that came out in the books a few years ago. That was the same premise, that all these multiverses came together, went to Battle World and all this kind of stuff and had to fight to be the supremacy of the fucking multiverse, the, the sacred timeline. Um, sprinkle in some Secret Wars from the 80s and give us the shit from the new one and there you go and then everything is just tight and ready we got the x-men we got the avengers we got fantastic four we got the 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 midnight suns with blade and ghost rider and all those guys doing the 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 mystical shit with dr strange and everybody's got their own niche and everybody's on their own path you know Merry Christmas. Speaking of Blade, I'm I'm really curious whenever he opened up that drawer where all the Infinity Stones were sitting, you noticed there were some very Dracula-esque looking relics in that dead gum drawer? You saw like... Yeah, there was a crucifix in there that was kind of creepy. A crucifix, there was a medallion, and there was a dagger. And I'm like, are we implying here that... <laughs> <laughs> that this is this is shit from Castle Dracula or something because that's what other than just the over other than the overabundance of fifteen thousand Infinity Stones, I'm like, is that some Dracula shit in there? Because that was the only thing that really stuck out because pretty much everything was just Infinity Stone, yeah, Infinity Stone, the, Infinity Stone. Besides the yeah, besides the Horace Wagner fucking baseball card, mm-hmm. I was like, holy shit! <laughs> well, there's a creepy looking, crazy fucking crucifix. That just kept- but yeah, I mean, and and let's be honest, guys. The Tomb of Dracula, the Tomb of Dracula was a huge comic book for Marvel back in the seventies, mm-hmm. and that had a big inclination with Moon Knight. Moon Knight battled him numerous fucking times, him and Werewolf by Night. So, I'm just saying, it's get ready, just get ready, because Loki's about to blow the doors off of this multiverse shit. Well, uh, incidentally, the that's the, all I got to say about that. The director, when we uh, going back to the whole Mephisto thing in the stained glass window, um, apparently the the Loki director, Kate Heron, has completely debunked that. She says, she says, yeah, no, yeah, the devil in the church is uh, genuinely coincidental. It's just meant to be a reference to our show. It's a metaphor for Loki with the horns, and he was cast out of heaven, so that's coincidental. So maybe next time, I'm like, really because <laughs> i'm that that resemblance was a little too on the nose i don't think that was a coincidence i don't i don't believe you i don't believe that either. i don't believe you people anymore you motherfuckers stop it with the mephisto shit <laughs> and apparently stop it apparently the blue the blue gum is kind of a nod to the remember remember there was always like 
every comic had a had a, a page of ads that was nothing but novelty gifts, joy buzzers, whoopee yeah. cushions, sea monkeys, <laughs> like the X ray X ray yeah X ray glasses, glasses and, yeah, and there was always and then the a, good old uh, what was it the uh, the Charles Atlas, uh-huh. you, could be a, you could be a man fucking ads. And yeah. there was always a pack of gum that would turn the the unlucky person's mouth that got handed a stick of it, either blue or black or something. And Loki is Just a trickster. Like Loki is a trickster. So Pee-wee's he, Big Adventure. Yes. <laughs> so something to... Anytime I can bring up Pee-wee's Big Adventure in anything, I will fucking do it because <laughs> I cherish that movie and I love that movie till no end. Spirit Me and my or family fruit. and my kids have watched that movie like 16 billion times. Francis has like a mouthful of tar and Francis's dad's face gets I'm telling cut you, on fire. Even, this is totally a side note. But now we've we brought up Pee Wee Herman and Pee Wee's Big Adventure, so I'm gonna have to fucking say it. It is so ingrained in my kids that me and my daughter, whenever we're in the car, we don't listen to the radio. We usually sing to each other and you know make up stupid songs and stuff. And her go to every time she can't think of something, she'll be humming something. She's she usually sings in the shower. It's beautiful. It's amazing. And we're in the car the other day, and she goes. And I'm like, oh, that's the kid. So, you know, your kids. Shout out to all the Pee Wee Herman heads out there. And 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 Elfman nuts. That's funny. Yeah. That's funny. Your kid has a Danny Elfman score stuck in her head. Exactly. You know you're raising your kids nerdy right when their uh, when their go to song is uh, the Pee Wee Herman songs. It's fucking amazing. <laughs> well, is there anything else you want to cover before we wrap this thing up? I'm excited, man. I think this show is going to be. Uh, I think it's going to totally surpass anything that WandaVision or in in like we've talked about before numerous times. And I hate repeating ourselves on these podcasts, but. The the Falcon and Winter Soldier stuff was just so fucking good with the social, you know, commentary. Mm-hmm. I think this is just going to be. I think this whole show is going to be um, a love letter to like the hardcore comic nerds. Yeah, this one's for the fans. With this one's for the the fans. hopes of. Yeah, the hopes, the hopes for like the Lady Loki theories and the Kid Loki theories and and where it's going to go and. I'm I'm fucking pumped, dude. I am I'm ready too. for I'm ready for Wednesday. Yeah, it's bring it on, man. My my wife got more excited about this, kind of like whenever you said in the in your opening comments about they managed to do more in 55 minutes than WandaVision managed to do in their entire run. And th- th- yeah. g- given that my wife was uninitiated into the Marvel universe at the beginning of this year. And watching WandaVision caused her to go back and watch the entire MCU and then watch WandaVision again in proper context that now she's now she's, as we love to say in this in this little group, a true believer. And she's now granted, she's she's more died in the wool, you know, Star Wars, Indiana Jones fan than she is Marvel, but she's getting there. Uh, and you know you can go back yeah. and listen to any of our Give episodes. Time, yeah, you, you can go back and listen to any of our episodes of when we were covering Falcon and the Winter Soldier, where she was really getting sucked in. And uh, God bless the the powers that be at Disney Plus for making all this possible in the first place. 
it's it's given us a reason to gather around the idiot box and look forward to a specific day of the week again a feeling that we haven't really had a chance to have well i mean you know, granted like i think it kind of all started with the mandalorian for me anyway but it, it where it yeah. became a destination night you know whatever night that show is on you could bet I'm, your ass i'm there i'm telling you man it it's the disney plus dynamic with the marvel side of things i'm just it is it is fucking mind blowing how good this shit is mm-hmm. and you know it's I have no fear whatsoever when it comes to everything they have slated for these for these shows, for every single property they're going to bring out. Yeah, because the production like, value is through the roof. The writing is great. Yeah, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's it's phenomenal. Next level. It's next level shit. So it, it's like I it's like I tell people when whenever I talk to people about Marvel stuff and and the MCU stuff and everything and. And I ever stumble upon one that's like, nah, you know, I really haven't watched any of the Disney Plus stuff, or I don't have Disney Plus, and you know, I don't plan on getting it because you know, I'll just go watch the movies. I want to slap them in the face with a brick because <laughs> I'm just like, you just don't get it. Then you don't get it. You know, Derek, in in in, so. and I'll it, being devil's advocate here on, on speaking on their defense, there was a lot of of television sci-fi that I passed on for years and years and years because it looks so cheap. It looks so hokey. You, I would not be caught dead watching Babylon 5 or or any of the iterations of Stargate because it just looks so cheap. The The effects look like they spent like $10,000 yeah. per episode on it, if that. You know, it was always that really mm-hmm. lame, you know, like ps1 generation graphics whenever there'd be a space battle or something i'm like no no it just it just takes you out of it this shit yeah. this shit it's like watching star fox it on, really on is a... it really is you know it's like no it looks like a bad yeah. nintendo 64 cinematic i'll pass no thank you um but this stuff you've got some of the best minds involved you've got everybody that was anybody that was you know it's not like they got somebody else to come in and play Loki because, you know, you couldn't get Hiddleston to do television. This is not television. It just isn't television. You know, granted, that's the that's the physical device that you're watching this on. But this is not TV. TV is not TV anymore. Let's get that straight right now. You know, with the advent of all these yeah. streaming platforms, TV has been elevated to a theatrical level. And it kind of had to over yeah. the course of the last year it was forced to and right and now this is this is your new normal and it, you cannot discount this stuff because oh it's just a damn tv show i'll i'll stick with my movies these are the movies folks they're just longer form they take longer to tell the story yep. and it's beautiful that you will be just full of so much anticipation because nothing about this felt like a television show it's it, it's it's taken the notion of TV and completely turned they it. They never do. No, it's it's yeah. it's, it's turned it on its head. So if that's your hold off, if that's if that's your if that's your out, if that's why you can't commit to this, get that out of you know just get that notion completely out of your head because this is every bit as yeah. impactful and and high quality as anything you saw in a movie theater over the course of the last ten years that Disney and and all the other studios involved have given us in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It is rock solid. Don't let that scare you off. 
If 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 anything, yep. it's every bit of, as as good, if not better, than a lot of the stuff we got in the movies. I'm sorry. I, yeah, I said what I yep. said. I, I'll, I'll say it too, I, uh, dude. You, you take the first phase of Marvel movies, and Disney Plus is totally wiping the floor with it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, take that and take that and put it in your pipe and smoke it because it's this the truth. Well, except for maybe the Avengers. So yeah, I, I can't I can't take the Avengers and put it in yeah, the, yeah, in yeah. a pile under the MCU stuff on Disney Plus because that was rock solid. That's true. But that's true. But it's 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 every bit as good as that. I mean. The hell, the first couple of minutes of Loki is that friggin' movie for the for the most part. Yep. It just kind of dovetails yep. right into it. So don't don't let that discourage you folks. If if you haven't committed to this, if you haven't jumped on this bandwagon yet, this is as good of a reason as any to go back and get you know, refresh your memory on the MCU all every phase, and then just just dive into these to these uh uh, Disney Plus offerings because they're every bit as good as what we've gotten. So, on that note, let's let's uh, let's let's put a let's put a pin in this one. Let's put a bow on it because um, we we've we've got to build up the anticipation for the for the next episode coming up on Wednesday. It is must see TV, folks. Derek, thanks you once again. It is sure good to hear you vo- hear your voice back on the Electric Jellyfish podcast and the spoilers of the of the of the multiverse. Uh, miss doing this with you, man, and uh, we have reason to be excited every Wednesday now. We do, true believers. So hold tight, and we'll see you uh, next week. Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, check us out on uh, on our Facebook page, uh, on electricjustifypodcast.com, on, uh, on uh, Twitter. We're actually building our audience a little bit bigger now on Twitter. We got some more followers that jumped on board the last couple of days. We kind of got like a, like a, as they call it, a podcast push. I don't know if you noticed that, Derek. I meant to tell you that that we had a bunch of people that put our name out there, so we can we can get in front of more people and, and get, grow the grow the audience on the social medias, as they say. Um, uh, check us out on Good all times. of our yes, absolutely. Check us out on the streaming platforms: Amazon Music, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, Castbox, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Podcast Addict, Radio Public, uh, Spotify, and Stitcher. Uh, Thanks again, guys. Uh, We love doing this. We love having you a part of this little multiverse with us. Stick around. There's lots more to come. Take care, guys.